Hey everybody, welcome back to another Tennessee Holler Facebook Live. I'm Holler founder Justin Canoe at the TN Holler on Twitter and Facebook. TNHoller.com is where we live. Subscribe to us there. Put out emails on Tuesdays and Fridays with all the links and videos of everything that's going on. Tell your friends and family to follow the Holler. We've been growing thanks to you. We're in Memphis now. Memphis Holler, Knoxville Holler, Chattanooga Holler. You make that possible with your small dollar monthly donation. So thank you for everybody who is doing that. Rep London Lamar, how are you today? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm good. There's so much going on. But let's first talk about what just happened on the House floor. First of all, tell us what was your amendment that you brought? So today I brought an amendment to Representative Bond's bill would allow no excuse uh, absentee voting for just the 2020 election. Because we are still in the midst of a pandemic, the deadliest pandemic we've seen in modern history. People have concerns about going to the polls and potentially exposing themselves to the coronavirus. We've seen people die from this virus across the nation. And so in efforts to exercise your constitutional right in this upcoming election, we need to implement options to keep them safer at home. We already have an absentee voting program in place. Right now, it's limited to those in the military, um, those who are 60 and over, and very, very other few exceptions. So we merely just have to expand the program during this year only to allow everyone to take advantage of it. It's the best and the safest option at this point. And we receive money from the federal government in the CARES Act to, in fact, expand options that will keep people safe during this pandemic. It seems pretty obvious that we should have vote by mail for all in this upcoming election, at least. Over 100,000 people have died. Other states are doing it. We have actually heard Republicans openly say that they don't want this to happen because it will hurt them to have more people voting. So this is naked voter suppression going on all throughout the country. We saw what you brought up when you presented your bill that in Wisconsin, when they did this and they forced people to vote in person, people came away and within the next couple of weeks got sick. If even one person is going to get sick, this is something that we need to not do. So you have an amendment, which you propose that would enable vote by mail for all in Tennessee in 2020. And what did William Lambert do? William Lambert got up and obviously talked against it. And, you know, he does a lot of nice talking. But one thing that he said that raised red flags was, our friends on the other side are trying to steal the election. But no, our friends from the other side of the aisle would like to take this opportunity to stuff the ballots. They'd like to take this opportunity to steal elections. They'd like to take this opportunity to take advantage. To take advantage. To take advantage. Hold up. I would say the comments are almost proving my point at this moment. My Republican colleagues, I hope, will stand with me to ensure the sanctity of my grandfather and everyone else's ballot. It's just not acceptable to take a legitimate member's position like that and start talking about stealing elections and packing the ballot box. That's not acceptable. The false rhetoric that's been stemming down for President Trump and everybody else that this is in fact a ploy to steal the election from Republicans. That is just completely a lie. Why would you say a system we already have in place will steal an election? Something that other conservative states in our region are already doing. It is ridiculous. And she he should not have said that. He accused me of pushing false lies about the those in Wisconsin getting the coronavirus. If you go back and watch the video. I'm not just saying this. 
the Wisconsin Department of Health said it, that in fact, these people got the coronavirus from in-person voting. This is false rhetoric. And oftentimes we have to hold our elected officials to a higher standard and understand that while we're on the House floor speaking on something, we in fact speak facts. Data shows that universal absentee voting does not favor one party over the other. The, the thought that we're trying to steal the election is simply not true. Blatant lies on the House floor about our efforts to keep not just our people safe, but all people across Tennessee safe. This is a nonpartisan issue. This is about people. And this is about being responsible about people's lives. And that's what they simply voted against. And I told them, if you don't want to put your constituency base at risk of dying, vote with me. And they let that be known. See, this plays right into their hands because the only thing they need to do to follow through on their agenda of voter suppression is nothing. So they just block anything that needs to happen and make sure nothing happens. And then you've got built-in voter suppression with a pandemic and scaring people and encouraging people to stay home. I see Brandon Hurd, who clearly disagrees with us, saying, I'm sorry, the Democrats are not going to be allowed to change the rules to cheat. Obviously, that's how y'all think. But the truth is, we legitimately want people to be able to vote safely. If voting safely is cheating, there's something wrong with y'all. I mean, honestly, like, why are you guys so afraid of people voting? That's the question you should be asking yourself, Brandon. Why are you so exactly. afraid of people voting? You guys are in charge of the elections. Secretary of State Trey Hargett is a true blood red Republican. We have election officials all throughout the state that we, I personally have talked to that didn't say it would be cheating. There's no proven facts about vote by mail leading no to fraud. It doesn't exist. So y'all are afraid of people voting and you need to ask yourself why that is. I'm going to turn that around on you, Brandon. We have one of the lowest voter turnouts. We've seen Secretary Trey Hargett try to criminalize voter registration to put a chill on the efforts of the Tennessee Black Voter Project. Now we yeah. see them trying to make people risk their lives to vote. Would you go far as to say that voter suppression is the agenda for some people in this state? Uh, absolutely. Black people specifically as well. In the Constitution, it established Black people at three-fourths of man. Talk about changing the rules. What if we never change the rules? Black people would still be three-fifths of a vote. So the rules have exactly. to change, Brandon. And I'm glad you popped your head in to talk to us because you give us a foil for these things. We have to change the rules. We have to adapt or else Black people are, are still going to be way behind. You are obviously a white guy saying, don't change the rules. Go ahead, London. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Go ahead and, and, and keep talking because you are exactly right. And I appreciate you as my ally clapping back on inv individuals like that who are, again, talking this false Trump-like rhetoric that simply has no data to support it. Our country was founded on the ideas of racism and suppression. My people built this country from ground up from my blood, sweat, and tears and still haven't gotten what we need in order to have a fair chance to live like everybody else. So let's not go there. You've seen voter suppression efforts when it comes to voter ID laws, criminalizing people's rights to vote by criminalizing organizations who are doing mass voter registration by not trying to expand absentee voting. And to your point, states who expand vote by mail have higher voter turnout rates. So again, let's not act like this is not happening. Even the recent voter suppression efforts have been struck down in court. That's a great point. A federal judge absolutely excoriated Secretary Trey Hargett for that voter registration criminalization nonsense. But what I'd like to know is when is Trey Hargett's performance review. We're at the bottom in voter turnout on his watch. 
His job is to help people vote. When is his performance review? When, do, when does somebody say, hey, you're not doing your job? And in fact, he probably is doing his job because his job is to suppress the vote. He's the secretary of voter suppression, Trey Hargett. Mark Goins helps him. Bill Lee punts to them every time he gets asked about it. We're not a red state. We're a non-voting state. And that happens because of things like this. I'm glad you presented your amendment because it puts people on the record as voting it down and it forces people to come out and show their true colors like William Lambert did today. We all, you know, have our positions and it's our job to also clap back when they're not right. We are still in the midst of a state of emergency and Governor Bill Lee has the ability to implement no excuse absentee voting by executive order. Ask our governor to do the right thing, be responsible up front and implement universal absentee voting. We still have an opportunity to protect citizens. We still have an opportunity to keep them safer at home as you ask. It's also the responsibility of the executive branch to be responsible for all citizens in Tennessee and do exactly what they need to do to keep us safe, period. Definitely wear your masks out there, wash your hands, Be still be careful. Now let's talk about something else that's on everybody's minds right now, London. How are you feeling just on a personal level about what you're seeing with the George Floyd protests and the incidents all throughout the country. I'm hurt. I'm hurting with the rest of the nation because time and time again, we've seen officers get off, innocent black men killed at the hands of law enforcement. And we're just sick and tired of being sick and tired. And it's even more hurtful to be here in the legislature and see my colleagues continuing to push legislation that favors law enforcement over people, that gives law enforcement more discretion to do the type of thing that the officer did to George Floyd. It makes me sick. And then if you speak out about it, you are then put on punishment. You are then vilified. The other part of your legislative agenda is derailed because you have the audacity to speak out. I even wore a shirt that was controversial yesterday and I got silenced. I am so proud of the people who have the guts to come out now, protest, let your voices heard, be heard. Let this nation know we are sick and tired of this. Continue to let the legislature, the governor, the president know we're not going for this no more. Time's up. The revolution is being televised right now and I'm just so thankful to be a part of it. I was even more blessed to take part in a peaceful protest outside the state capitol the other day led by our brother Jones. And in that moment, the National Guard put down their shields as a sign of solidarity with the people. That was a very powerful moment for them to be there in the midst of me standing in between the National Guard and the people protesting. And together we agreed that something must be done. So there is hope. Guys, we must come up with a collective agenda and let me know because I'm ready to work. Let me know what laws you ready to change because I'm going to push them because I have an obligation to protect you and my community. I ask everybody that you also take a moment to find your mental peace because this is heavy. Those who are protesting are not the ones who are, you know, doing the looting and the, the, the negative things that the media likes to, to cover. That's not happening with real people. Those are outliners who are just acting a fool and in any situation everybody's there are some people who just act foolish but yeah. the majority of people are coming together speaking out and together we can make some change y'all to focus more on the reaction rather than the cause is missing the point entirely and all it is is gonna lead to this happening again so you know i know it's easy and convenient for people to point to the destruction 
and then dismiss the pain that people are feeling. There's a coordinated effort on the right to point to Antifa, claim that everything's Antifa, even though there's really been no evidence that Antifa has done anything like that. And we actually talked to Antifa. They support the protest, but they're not out there trying to cause destruction. I think probably there is an undercurrent of white supremacists that want people to blame Antifa dressing up to go make it look like Antifa is doing this. So I think we need to question everything. It's complicated. There obviously are people doing some bad things, but the bottom line is this all stops if we focus on the root cause of it, which is police brutality. And that in itself is a symptom of white supremacy. So, you know, what do we need to do? I mean, I don't expect you to have all the answers right now. Have you heard anybody with ideas or any good ideas for what we can focus on pushing to change this. I mean, the things that come to mind are, you know, whatever we can do to punish bad cops. Retraining, obviously, is something people are always talking about. Citizen oversight boards, CLURB in Memphis, I know is something that comes up a lot. What can we do? People are really fired up right now. This is a moment to strike, but I think people generally aren't sure where to direct their energy. I see Megan Reagan saying, what can we do in areas where they'd be the minority? People want to speak out. People want to put their energy and even their money towards things, but somebody needs to tell them what that is. Do you have any sense of what that should be? First of all, I want you to keep protesting and let your voices be heard because that brings the issue to the forefront. I also need everybody to make sure you're registered to vote and please vote. A part of us changing policy is getting bad people out of office. Y'all need to let us know what, what, what you don't like. The legislative process is a lot slower moving, but what we as legislators are currently working on now is coming up with a civil rights task force to go ahead and list what legislative priorities we're going to push forward in order to ensure what's going on with George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery in Georgia do not happen again. So together we have to come up with a plan as a community. And, and guys, it's not going to happen tomorrow, even though everybody's fired up. This is a process. Martin Luther King and them marched and protested for years. It took them several years to get a civil rights agenda completely together. So while I ask you to be, continue to be excited, also be patient and understand this is a process. But what you can do now is educate yourself. You can register to vote. You can go vote. Those of you who are in fear for your life, there's also a gun bill being pushed, uh, the permanent gun carry. I ask the black community that you also take advantage of it too, because it's going to pass anyway. Go ahead, get your license to carry. Bury your arms. Yeah, that's what it is. apply to you. Yeah, I mean, Rep Parkinson was on here yesterday saying the same thing. And I obviously agree, but can't help but feel like these gun laws are not for black people. I worry about saying, hey, black people go strap up because you know, that just gives bad people an excuse to do terrible things to them. So I, you know, I get well, it Justin, and they should I'll tell you this. They yeah. are already doing it. That's My true. No, you're right. Around with AK-47 right. lapel pins while you're I get right. punished for wearing, I'm a black t-shirt. You're right. So it's happening. More guns being the answer to this. I can support that, but I can't say that's the answer. You know what I mean? Like more guns. It just sounds like kind of the Republican answer to things, frankly. You know, they're going to pass this bill whether I like it or not, because we know that's why they're pushing these laws. Yeah. And I, right now, because we don't have the numbers on our side, can't stop it. We just got to make sure that if they, we can't be another mod arbery defenseless against white supremacists who roll up on you and shoot you dead in the street and walk right. away that's will true. he be here if he was strapped use gun safety use gun education it's going to happen whether we like it or not and i just don't want 
the black community sitting out here like sitting ducks. Sign up for Equity Alliance's emails. Sign up for groups that are doing good work in your area too. Getting everybody on the same page is really important. And we can only do that if we're all in communication with each other. And then the other thing I would say to the people that are watching this is y'all are the messengers. Make sure that you're out there spreading the message and, and, and talking to people about this stuff. What happened to all of the people that were mentioning, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, the list goes on, Eric Garner, Tamir Rice. We need to keep the fire lit, get out and vote, get out and register people. Absolutely. It's hard work. Activism is hard work and, and it's it not going to happen overnight. How can people follow you and what do you want to say to people as you sign off here? I want to say thank you, Justin and the Tennessee Holler for bringing me on and allowing me to um, spread my voice and um, the efforts that we're trying to push for. You can follow me on Facebook at State Representative London Lamar on Twitter at Rep Lamar. Make sure you are registered to vote, exercise your right to vote in August 6th election and the November election. And most importantly, educate yourself and keep speaking out in a peaceful way. I am so proud of you all. I'm fighting with you, for you, all day, 24-7. And I love you as your sister in the movement. I love you and keep on because we keeping on. The fight doesn't end, but it will end soon. So let's keep going. Tennessee. Woo. Yeah. Tennessee. To Tennessee.